0: T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Great news now. Uh, Greg Murphy is on the line for us. Smith. good morning to you. Uh, and we've been uh, hinting about it the whole time, waiting for it because there's been very little action. But the supercars did get underway uh, at the weekend. And uh, the Giz uh, continues to march towards the title.
1: Yes, Smitty, uh he does. I mean, it. Um, he left uh, the first round back um, with 300 over 300-point 300 advantage, which uh, gives him a nice little buffer. That's basically one round's worth of points. Um, so he can maintain that um, uh, for the next three rounds and leave uh, Sydney Motorsport Park in a few weeks' time with 300-point advantage. Effectively, he is the champion So before he goes to Bathurst. So, you know, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's going to continue as well. He probably wasn't um, as happy as he could have been after uh, the weekend, bit of... Uh, Qualifying speed uh, wasn't there that I think he would have expected, and that sort of had him down the grid in a couple of races, uh, which uh, made it interesting for the rest of us because he had to fight his way through and and did that um, in his usual uh, pretty impressive fashion. He did win the the middle race, the second race of the weekend on on Sunday morning um, and uh, did that very, very well. So, uh, yeah, he's got it under control. Um, As I say, I'm sure he's still not uh, as happy as he would like to be, just... um, because he likes to be at the front there and likes to, to add to that pole position list. Um, and I'm, I have no doubt that by the time they, uh, the next couple of race meetings, he'll, he'll um, work to improve that statistic uh, pretty well as well. But I thought the racing was really good. There were some really good storylines uh, out of the weekend with mainly probably Erebus Motorsport and young Will Brown and Bro- Brody Kosteki uh, showing some awesome speed. And they're, um, uh, you know, really consistent over the weekend as well. And obviously Anton Di Pasquale. His speed for DJR in the uh, in the Mustang was uh, was super impressive to see. So some good stuff going on at the moment. supercars.
0: There is actually, uh, to be honest, and, and the night racing I think was a hit as well.
1: Yeah, the super night thing is great. I mean, just a spectacle and uh, a very very different look to what we normally, we normally see. The ability to showcase um, you know the the cars. Uh, with their glowing brakes and exhaust and bits and pieces under lights um, it's is just a, a nice change to the normal daylight stuff so they, the supercars do an amazing job of that and a lot of money and a lot of time and effort goes into it but again showcases the ability of the, the TV crew um, and the work they do to to uh, bring bring just beautiful pictures to the screen.
0: How does uh, that affect from a driving point of view how does it, nighttime driving at speeds how does it affect your confidence? And does it affect your speeds?
1: No, it, it, it's pretty good. I mean, uh, also uh, the way the lights are structured, and, and there's a fair bit of um, science that goes into the positioning of those, and ensuring that there's not a you know a minimal amount of glare and, and bits and pieces for the drivers. But no, there tends to be not really too many issues there uh, for, for anybody. Everyone gets used to it pretty quickly, and and the light is in the right places to be able to you know to see the see the corners where they need to and the braking points and that kind of stuff. So effectively, the, the speed is, is, is essentially exactly the same and, and uh, the drivers aren't affected by
0: it. OK, let's look at uh, one of the issues that uh, has raised its heads, not just in uh, motor racing, of course, or supercars, but uh, around the world of sport. Uh, an unnamed driver under investigation for their vaccination status, only, a do- only double-vax drivers can compete at Sydney Motorsport Park unless they have an exemption move. So uh, that's, uh, that's quite an interesting story.
1: Yeah, I'm not quite sure where that one's going to end up either. Um, there's speculation around who that might be, uh, but but uh, it depends, yeah, uh, if there's been a bit of skullduggery or not going into to uh, achieving that so-called exemption and how that's all happened. So there's a lot more to unravel from that at the moment. Um, and in the next day or so, and I'm sure they're going to have to sort that out before they hit the track on Friday this week. Um, Yeah, unfortunate circumstances, and obviously there's uh, lots of different opinions and thoughts behind and and reasons why people are choosing not to do the vaccination, that kind of thing. So I'm hoping it um, doesn't uh, end with uh, any kind of sanction or or, um, someone being uh, pushed to one side uh, that's full time in the series. That's, that's gonna yeah really put a uh, put a bit of uh, intrigue into what happens next. So um, yeah, watch with interest uh, on that one as well. But you're right, it's it's uh, it's a whole other world at the moment around all that and, and requirements and bits and pieces. And as so say people have got different ideas and beliefs on what's right and wrong around vaccination. So yeah, fingers crossed it doesn't get too um, too uh, angry in that space.
0: Would it, would it affect you greatly, Murphy? or do you have a, a view on it? I mean, it's a sport where you, you tend to wear masks a lot anyway and you, your face is covered for, for various reasons. Um, so I, I just wonder, would it affect you if you knew that uh, a fellow driver perhaps had not been vaccinated or one of your pit crew or something of that nature? Wouldn't
1: it affect me? No, I, I, don't, I don't sort of... Uh Thinking, looking at it from my perspective, that it, that it wouldn't. I, I mean, I, I don't. If that's, that's the way someone is and that's their choice, I suppose it, it's uh, considering where governments and and local government are, are trying to be, and where the sport is trying to align, and the messaging that they're trying to put across, all that kind of stuff. I suppose there's just so many different layers, and the problem is, um, you know, the the ability for everyone to have an opinion and 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 uh, where that might, um, where that might lead, um, you know, everyone's looking at it from a different, pers- from their own perspectives, and the sport's looking at it from its perspective, trying to lead, I suppose, and and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's just it's, it can be so confusing, and and can lead to, I think, um, yeah, negative negative sort of connotations and and media potentially from it, but. Personally, from my perspective, I think if you're in the bubble, um, you don't have it, you've been tested um, and, you know, you're negative and you're, you're not going to be associated or be uh, prone to be around the potential to get it. Then I, I don't see what the big, you know, what the problem is. But they are trying to have a blanket across it all. So everyone's the same and and, um, and no one's sort of, I suppose, getting any special treatment. So it's just it's a minefield, isn't it, Smitty? It's just a complete minefield.
0: Yeah. It is, it is, and um, there's all sorts of social and religious and uh, choice issues about it that uh, I'm not quite sure that they're going to um, absolutely be able to enforce at some point. Uh, uh, Formula One, Formula One uh, Mexican Grand Prix goes to Autodromo Humanos Rodriguez on Monday morning at 8 o'clock, and Verstappen has that lead of 12.
1: Yeah, what's going to happen? I, I, I'm just—I'm actually really uh, enjoying this, this battle. I think we've, we've definitely spoken about that before. I reckon they might have a um, someone else to contend with a little bit more than even what they did uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, in Austin, and that's uh, Sergio Perez. I think um, uh, he is going to be spurred very much by uh, the Mexican crowd uh, this weekend, and, and his performance of late has been been. You know pretty good uh, Red Bull have obviously uh, got a lot of confidence in his ability to to be there in that team and supporting uh, max as well but I, I think um, he he's going to surge this weekend and and find that little bit more just having uh, the uh, the support of millions of Mexicans uh, right behind him so I'm looking forward to seeing what his performance is like um, it was interesting I think at, at uh, Austin just to uh, to see Lewis Hamilton sort of show, you know, a bit respect to Max Verstappen's drive um, on the weekend, especially after Max had sort of been mouthing off earlier in the weekend at Austin and, you know, calling names and all sorts of stuff. Um, Hamilton, um, you know, turned that around a little bit. And is that going to have uh, some sort of mental space or play this weekend going into New Mexico or not? I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, it's still an intriguing battle and uh, one that is 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 with only 12 points is, is far from over with still, uh, oh, how many, five to go, is it? Four or five to go in, in the mm-hmm. F1 championship. So we got, we got lots to look forward to. And that track at Mexico is is, is just is unreal. I mean, it really is. And it creates some pretty good racing. There's some interesting parts of that circuit that that um, yeah, you've got to be pretty careful on. We've seen some incidents there in the past which uh, uh, have uh, changed some outcomes. So I'm um, looking forward to it.
0: Uh, the other news, uh, um, Porsche fans will be interested in particular. They're, they're talking about entering uh, Formula One, but not for quite some time. Two thousand and twenty-six, Porsche.
1: Yeah, and they, and they've been coming and going, and, and had um, a bit of reference to that uh, for a number number of years now. But they've they've changed their pathways. Um, you know, a lot to do with. Uh, the issues with the the VW group um, there for a little bit as well, um, where they had the, the diesel gate situation, they'd all sort of had a, a bit of a bearing on, on Porsche's positioning. Um, and but you know, they are constantly looking at um, their involvement in motorsport, and and they are going to be getting back involved again uh, with uh, sports car racing at the top level uh, with some of the new regulations in the WEC. Uh, so that's that's really cool. Um, but yeah, I mean. There's a the fit there with Porsche and, and that top echelon of motorsport and Formula One is where it's at. So it would be awesome to see that brand and that name uh, back involved at, at, at the high level. So yeah, there's, there's lots of rumours always around in Formula One about who's doing what and who's coming and going. Um, but uh, certainly having that name associated with, the, with Formula One would uh, would be huge for 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 the sport moving forward.
0: Just finally, Murph, uh, tomorrow night, race control, seven pm. Uh, here on SENZ, the two M's, uh, Murphy and McIver. What have you uh, got lined up at this point?
1: At uh, this point, uh, we're, gonna, uh, uh, we're hoping, we well, hopefully if he answers his phone, uh, we'll be kicking off the show at 7pm with uh, Russell Engle, uh, who is uh, the other wildcard entry along with Brock Feeney um, for Bathurst this year. So uh, he's always got plenty to say. He doesn't mind um, being controversial, so it should be a pretty good chat with With Russell, Um, we're going to be talking to Emma Gilmore, who was announced uh, this week as being signed by McLaren um, to drive an Extreme E. They're going to enter a car, and she's um, been given the task of that. So that's super exciting for, for Emma. Um, and she just uh, competed last week in a, uh, a rally over in, in Europe as well. So that's uh, hugely exciting. Who else we got on this week? I've um, uh, got a bit of a list and I'm, my mind's gone a little bit blank on that one. Well, we're going to catch up with Will Brown from Erebus Motorsport who, who uh, did have such a wonderful weekend at uh, Sydney Motorsport Park um, uh, last weekend. So we're going to catch up with him. He's a, a great, obviously, young talent, really entertaining to talk to as well. So uh, amongst that, uh, I think we're going to maybe try and catch young Louis Sharp, 14 years old. Um, bit of a superstar of the future, had his uh, first Formula Ford round down at uh, Ruapuna on the weekend and got some great results so um, yeah, we've got a great mix again as, as usual for race control tomorrow night at 7pm
0: Okay, look forward to listening to it uh, Thanks for your time this morning uh, Greg Murphy as, uh, as always